EO Fire 1319. You're going to be waiting for a long, 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 long time. So start even when stuff is really messy and very imperfect. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Are you ready to create, grow, and monetize your podcast? Visit freepodcastcourse.com and ignite. If you want to find the perfect hire, you can with ZipRecruiter. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I'm fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Rebecca Tracy. Rebecca, are you prepared to ignite? I am so prepared. Yes. Rebecca is the head only honcho at The Uncaged Life, where she works with coaches and consultants from all over the world who want to have the freedom of working from anywhere with just their laptop. She loves helping rid people of shiny marketing tactics and instead helps them focus on what it really takes to get their first clients as solo service providers. Rebecca, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Oh, man, my personal life. Um, So I work online, as the name would suggest. Um, Mostly service providers that I work with. So lots of coaches, lots of consultants. And uh, I do it all from my, well, my laptop and my iMac. So I'm based in Toronto, Canada. It's still winter here, which is not that amazing. (laughs) Um, But I also do a lot of traveling and I I love to be able to take my work with me on the road when I go. Amazing. And what I want to kind of dive into next, Rebecca, because you're able to do this effectively, even from Toronto, which some people call T.O., some people call the Ront. <laughs> which way do you lean? The Ront? The or- Ront? Yeah. I don't know that anyone calls it that except you. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> Be that this. as it may, I want to say, how do you, Rebecca, generate revenue in your business? Right now, I mostly run a group program called NKJ Business um, that I run about three times a year this year. And that is my main moneymaker. I take a couple of one-on-one clients here and there, but I've really set myself up so that I don't have to be working all the time every single week. So I tend to work in big chunks of time and take good chunks of time off. Now, did it always start that way? Do you have to kind of grow and shift your business into that model? Because, you know, that's a model that we all want to get to, but, you know, we can't just kind of snap our fingers and be there. So what was the process for you? Yeah, it definitely did not start that way. I started my business actually while I was living in a van. So I was on an eight month rock climbing road trip. And so it started with one-on-one clients, um, long-term clients. So I had some of those clients that I started with in the van for, you know, a whole year afterwards. Now, did they know that you were in a van? They did know because I was always like, I have to get to Wi-Fi. <laughs> or like, I have to click, hold on. <laughs> so they did know. Um, so yeah, it was a lot of one-on-ones, but it was a lot of scheduling my time too because I was traveling and I was starting a business and I didn't want to be doing full-time business work while I was on this amazing trip. So I learned really early on how to kind of batch my time and, and schedule things out so that I wasn't having to work every single day. Um, and then it's been, a, that was five years ago. So it's been a slow build from then to the point where I can now run group programs and um, take lots of time off. But it definitely is just transitioned in the past year, probably to, to really being a model that allows me some more freedom, which is funny, right? Because I'm the uncaged life, but right. <laughs> everyone has to work. <laughs> being a person that has lived and used to work out of a van, I'm sure you have a lot of amazing stories. 
The one that I really want to hone into is what you consider your worst story, your worst entrepreneurial moment specifically. And can you take us, Rebecca, to that moment in time and tell us that story? That moment was was probably when I got an email from a past client and it was a really simple email. She just said, hey, you know, you should look at this. I think this is your program. And so I opened up the link that she sent me and sure enough, it was somebody else selling my program. And I wasn't sure at first and I thought, okay, it looks similar, but you never really know. Um, so I bought the girls program and sure enough, it was like an exact cut and paste copy of one of the courses that I sell. And it was from somebody who was in my community, um, had, you know, asked me for help. I supposedly, I guess about how she could copy my course. I didn't know I was answering that question at the time. Um, and it just, it felt, I mean, it felt, it felt terrible. It felt like betrayal. It felt stressful. It felt, um, it felt just like a, you know, it sucks. It sucks when someone steals your stuff. And it's the first time it had happened. I know what happens. It happens all the time. It was the first time really where it happened to me with someone that I knew who was very intertwined in my world. And um, it happened right on Christmas. So I was, mm. you know, I'm stuck on Christmas with my family trying to figure out what am I supposed to do about this? And uh, it, it ended in um, it probably a couple weeks of back and forths with lawyers and with this, this woman who had taken my stuff and really just trying to figure out, like, what do I do here? I'm, you know, I can't just let it happen, but I'm not about to pursue legal action because that just gets into a huge headache that I don't really want to get into. Um, and it cost a lot of time and a lot of money to really get it figured out. It was a huge pain in the ass. It was a pain in the ass and it was it was hurtful. So it was an interesting combination of kind of a lot of lessons all at once on Christmas. Now, there's something that I want to kind of bring up and dive into, and that's the copying versus standing upon the shoulders of giants. Because yeah. this is the reality is that we are all, Fire Nation, standing upon the shoulders of giants. When I launched EO Fire, I studied Andrew Warner. I mean, I studied Jay Leno. I studied all of who I considered the great interviewers of the time and said, hey, like, what can I learn from them? I want to stand upon their shoulders and, and really just take their lessons, their learning, their skills, their expertise, and kind of speed up my progress. You know, I don't want to start from ground zero because I don't know anything. But there's a huge difference between doing that and then just the flat out copying that Rebecca's talking about and that we see that unfortunately does run pretty rampant when you maybe just have a digital product that can literally just basically be cut and pasted in so many words. And there's a massive, massive gulf between what those two things are. So Rebecca, can you kind of speak to that and like what your thoughts are versus, you know, standing upon the shoulders of giants, learning from those who have come before you and just flat out copying? Yeah. And I've definitely, I've had both happen. So it's, you know, and it's clear to see the difference. And, you know, when my client first sent me the email, I thought, oh, she's probably just, you know, really looking out for me. And this, you know, this girl might've created something inspired by what I do, but not the same. But really when I, when I dug into it, it was cut and paste. Um, It was cut and paste. And there was also, she did some like screenshot videos. And in those videos, my course is like open in a tab on her computer. Oh Lord. You know, it was, it was very much, there was no question. It wasn't just borrowed ideas, um, which is why it was so shocking. I've had it happen tons before where, where there's, you know, borrowed ideas and inspiration. And similar to you, I, you know, I've looked to my peers and my colleagues and my mentors when I've been creating things. So that, that is a huge difference between cut and pasting something. And I think, 
you know, I think what would have been amazing if she had done instead of just cutting and pasting it would have been to reach out to me to say, hey, I'm creating something similar. I would love to chat about how it differs from yours or what I may, might be able to borrow from yours and reference or, you know, how we might be able to collaborate. And I would have been all on board for that. So I think, you know, borrowed ideas, it's, it's, it's a tricky line between, well, maybe it's not a tricky line. It's pretty, it's pretty blatant. It's cut and paste, <laughs> let's be honest. But I do think there's a gray area. Yeah. And in fact, there is a phrase that I, I do just want to say right now that I really do believe, Fire Nation, is that you will lose in this world as an entrepreneur unless you find your authentic voice and really learn how to be you. Now, believe me, you're not just going to snap on a microphone or sit down and pound out a blog post or flip on a video camera and all of a sudden just be super authentic, natural in you because that takes time. You're going to be awkward at first and you're going to have a settling in period. I mean, go back and listen listen to episode 50 compared to 1050. I have a different voice. Like I've settled into my voice now that didn't always exist because I had to get there by doing that thing. But remember, you will lose unless you find your authentic voice and you're consistently working towards that and you learn how to be you. So you learned a lot from that, Rebecca. Hopefully, you know, this person learned a lesson at some point down the road. But, you know, my question is kind of a shift in the story of your journey as an entrepreneur and is moving towards an aha moment. I mean, of course, we just talked about an aha moment that a lot of entrepreneurs have had is like, it's my authentic voice that's going to set me apart, allow me to be unique and add value to this world. What's one of your greatest aha moments that you've had to date? Take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. My biggest aha moment in my business happened before I actually started my business. I was um, I was a nutritionist prior to this business um, and was building up my nutrition practice, um, was also coaching, and I was desperately trying. I had my domain name registered, The Uncaged Life. I was desperately trying to smush these two things in, and I couldn't figure out how I was supposed to talk about marketing and business advice and also give recipes and nutrition advice, but, you know, by damn, by, by golly, I was, I was set on doing it. So I sat there for weeks and weeks, you know, making different categories on my blog and trying to figure out how it would all work. And the truth was that I felt like I should be incorporating the nutrition because that's what I went to school for. And that's what I was um, doing prior to this. And that's what, you know, I, I had spent all this money and all of this time. And I just woke up one day and, and really felt strongly that I needed to give myself permission to just play around with the idea of dropping the nutrition piece just to see what it felt like. So I got on my laptop and deleted everything that had to do with nutrition or food or recipes or health or anything and just focused on the other content. And it's right now it was saying it back. It sounds like, duh, of course. <laughs> um, but it, I didn't see it at the time because I was so in it. And giving myself permission to just lose that piece. I never, I never bought it back. So I gave myself permission to bring it back if I wanted to, but I never had to do that because dropping that finally got me to a place where it was clear what I was doing. I felt inspired. I could create content. I could start telling people what I did with confidence. And it took so long to get there because of this should that I was telling myself, I should keep this. I should do that. I should do it this way. And dropping that was a huge aha moment for me, for me. And I still use that in my business. Now I still really check in with myself about what I want, what I wish that somebody else would give me permission to do is a question I ask myself all the time. 
Fire Nation, what I really want you to take away from this is something called the sunk cost fallacy. And unfortunately, this kills entrepreneurs' dreams quicker than almost anything else because they look back and they say, hey, I spent X number of time, dollars, energy, bandwidth, you know, fill in the blank, doing this, learning this, building that, whatever it might be. So I have to just drag that with me into the future. And sometimes that is the right answer, but sometimes that's just an anchor holding you back because of that sunk cost fallacy. To give another analogy, that's why people that invest in stocks lose so much money when they do because they buy at 50. It goes up to 55. They think that they, they've made money, but they don't sell. Then it goes down to 45 and they're just like, oh my God, like I wish I had sold at 50. At least I'll be even. I'll just hang on until it gets back up to 50 and then it goes down to 40 and 35. And if they just hadn't got stuck in that sunk cost fallacy and just sold at 45, they would have lost so much less money, but they have that sunk cost fallacy. It's something that we as humans were so prone to this in so many levels. So don't have that sunk cost fallacy. Rip that anchor off your back. Identify where you are in your life and business and which way do you want to go. And if it's pivoting like Rebecca did, then for all means, pivot by golly. Rebecca, that's <laughs> my big takeaway. What do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your aha moment? Yeah, I think there's a lot of outside sources that play a factor too. We've got friends, we've got family, we've got colleagues who maybe don't understand the new direction that we're wanting to go in or don't understand why we would give up, you know, the four years of education we did or the But honey, you spent four years learning so much about nutrition, like you owe it to the world to give it to them. Yeah, like you you spent all that money, you should do it. Um yeah, there's there's a lot of that. And that's that's a huge pressure. And a lot of my clients end up not going the direction that they want to go because of the external factors. So really building yourself a team of friends or colleagues or peers or um, podcast listeners, whatever it is, who fully supports you and doesn't have that biased opinion of your life, doesn't really get a say in it, is just there to support what you want to do is so, so valuable. Rebecca, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Uh, I have a hard time giving up control of things. I want to do everything. What are you doing to rectify that? Uh, I have hired a team. Quite early on, I hired a virtual assistant, but now I've hired an operations manager uh, who's kind of at the same level of me. So I'm not her boss. She's not my boss. We really work together. And then I have a couple of other people on my team now too. I think we're four now. So that's that's been a huge shift over the past six months of getting those people on board and really just letting a lot of the process be handed off to them and not checking in with them all the time about what they're working on. And remember, Fire Nation, every minute that you're not spending on your greatness, in my opinion, is a minute wasted because you need to be amplifying the power, the value that you can bring to this world. You need to be finding other people to come step up and be there where your weaknesses are so they can take that over. There's no point to become okay at something you're crappy at because nobody wants (laughs) okay. We want greatness. So what's your biggest strength, Rebecca? I don't take anything too seriously in my business. So I, I find that I'm able to kind of roll with the punches and bring a lot of ease into work, the, the work that I do because I'm not, I'm just not so serious about it. It's just business. It's just life. We're just humans. It's all good. That comes through in the work that I do. I feel like a lot of people put a lot of stress on themselves and get inside their own head and, you know, just put a lot of subconscious and conscious blocks ahead of them. I mean, how do you get out of that mindset? How can you not get kind of bogged down by, you know, whoa, this is, you know, life and death. This is so serious. This could make or break me. How do you get out of that? 
I personally think, <laughs> this is going to sound really funny. I wrote a blog post about it once. Um, I think about Yellowstone Park. Yellowstone Park is a super volcano that is well overdue for a massive eruption that's going to obliterate anything around it. I don't live anywhere near Yellowstone and I think it's still going to hit me here Uh-oh, in Toronto. I do. <laughs> um, oh no, careful. Um, but honestly, I, I remember visiting Yellowstone and thinking this could just explode at any second. Any second. Like this, any second. And anything could happen at any second. I could get hit by a car. Someone in my family could get deathly ill and none of this would matter. And really, it sounds a little bit dramatic, but it really, really helps me get out of my head and really see what it is that I'm doing here. And yes, it's important work and yes, it's life changing. And yes, it's, you know, it's important to me, but it's not life or death at the end of the day. You know, if my, my email doesn't go out on time or, you know, a client's purchase gets messed up, it's not the end of the world. Putting things in perspective is really tough for entrepreneurs, unfortunately, until it's too late, unless you kind of can really shift into that mindset. And journaling and meditation, Fire Nation, those are ways that you can really get into that mindset because you're not always go, 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 react, react, react. You're actually giving yourself time to think and just sense the world around you. Now, Rebecca, you rightfully so are fired up about a lot of things, but what's the number one thing that gets you excited today? Well, recently it's been the fact that I just bought a car. So I'm 35. I just <laughs> learned how to drive and bought a car about two weeks ago. Is it a standard or automatic? No, never. No, <laughs> it's an automatic. Okay. Please. Kind of cheating, but that's okay. Hey, it's a pretty big deal. It's a pretty big deal. So I'm really excited right now because of the way that I've been able to build my schedule with when I'm running my group programs to just take a lot of time this summer to to go and explore, to bring my laptop, to bring my dog, to do kind of the maintenance work in between the big launches and really just get out there and uncage myself a little bit. I've been very hunkered down in Toronto in my house for a couple of years now, and I feel really excited to get back to the uncaged life that I, you know, that I built for myself. Well, Fire Nation, we're going to uncage Rebecca in the lightning round, but take a quick minute first to thank our sponsors. When I stopped to think about all the small details that could have held me back from launching my website at the very beginning, I am grateful I had such incredible resources at my fingertips to help. Hosting companies, coding, design elements, I knew these were not in my realm of expertise. Feeling overwhelmed by all the small details? Squarespace has you covered. Squarespace makes it simple to drag and drop your way to a beautiful website, no coding required. With Squarespace, you get the whole package, including a dashboard with easy-to-use tools in a free domain when you sign up for one year. Plus, you know you can trust in Squarespace when millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world trust in them too. Start your free trial today. Visit squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the promo code FIRE to get 10% off your first purchase. Fire Nation, time is our most precious asset, which is why I search far and wide to bring you only the best resources to help you build your business. And what's one integral component to building your business? Hiring a team. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with a single click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. The best part is there's no emails, no calls to juggle. Simply screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 800,000 businesses. Right now, you can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by visiting ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's zip recruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, try it free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. 
Rebecca, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? I don't know. I think so. I so. <laughs> <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I didn't feel ready to do the work that I knew was involved. Didn't feel like the right time. What is the best advice you've ever received? Hire help. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? I love to chat regularly with my business colleagues and mastermind partners. Super important. Share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation. Ooh, my favorite recently has been a Chrome app called Kill News Feed or Chrome Extension that shuts down your Facebook feed so you can't ever just scroll endlessly <laughs> through your timeline. I don't even know that, but I already love it's it. It's the best one. <laughs> if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Recently, I've been listening uh, on audiobook to Denise Duffield Thomas's book. Denise Duffield Thomas's book, um, I think it's called "Get Rich, Lucky Bitch." It deals with mindset issues, business or otherwise, and it's been really, really fascinating, really helpful. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Now, Rebecca, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, and your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500, no van. What would you do in the next seven days? I would probably, this is going to sound counterintuitive, but I would probably go and get a job. And then I would take that $500 and hire someone to customize me a really simple WordPress theme and start getting my message out there immediately. Start pitching myself, start um, being on podcasts, start running webinars, really getting myself in front of as many of the people that I wanted to reach with my message as I could and be bringing some money in from my side hustle part-time job to continue to invest in this new business that I was building on this, this new earth. Rebecca, let's end today on fire with a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. I think for anyone listening who's waiting to run to start their business until everything feels like it's right and like it's perfect you're going to be waiting for a long, 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 long time. So start even when stuff is really messy and really, really very imperfect and let it build itself into what it's going to be. And the best way to connect with you? Connecting with me probably in my Facebook group. Uh, they can, you can get to that through the uncagedlife.com slash community. And uh, we've got about 5,000 people in there, all business owners of all different industries and different levels of business. And it's a really great place to seek out resources and make some of those business, business BFFs that you're going to need around. Business BFFs and Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with RT and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Rebecca in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Of course, you can go directly to everything that she has going on that's gonna be on the show notes page. And Rebecca, I wanna say thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. If you want some behind-the-scenes intel on how I'm taking EO Fire from a seven to an eight-figure-a-year business, all from my living room, text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite.